Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode i am your host evan goldstein with me as always is the wonderful karen randazzo okay 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 and the amazing chris randazzo i have to go see a judge about a release as you could tell i'm back no you're not i have missed you all so incredibly much I it it's like a, there was a loss like I I had to find something to fill my time so I decided to move. Yeah. So I don't even remember when I decided to pick up this show, but I chose Lethal Weapon, season 1, episode 15, as good as it gets. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail@geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Give us suggestions for shows, because, you know, I'm open to just about anything, as you can see. So, as I was preparing to move, which I did actually do, I decided to put this show on in the background, because I really had no interest in watching it. And I, and I still don't. Well, show over. See, <laughs> but I got, in, in, like, I was engaged immediately for some reason and i don't you know got why engaged and you didn't tell I, us yes to the lethal <laughs> weapon show it's amazing we're gonna live happily ever after <laughs> that's why you moved you ran off and married a tv show yes a should have seen this coming all the signs were there they were there <laughs> um so I, I seeing as i had watched a good chunk of these episodes <laughs> this first season i wanted to you know pick something that i didn't have to you know, hunt down and watch. And, and I wanted you guys to have like the, just the slimmest possibility of liking it. So I picked the one that has, um, Tom, Tom, Tom Lennon, Tom Lennon. Yeah. Like now we are all fans of Tom Lennon, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Just making sure we're all on the same page so far. I think he did a relatively good job. Of playing the character Leo Getz. I think he did better than that. I think he was uh, extraordinarily enjoyable. Okay. Well, here's... Uh, you're, you I are, I assume, Evan, familiar with the Lethal Weapon movies. Absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely. Chris is not, as, <laughs> is not familiar with them. I and, have never seen a Lethal Weapon movie before. Ooh. And we're not going to crucify you for that like... Uh, oh, sure we are. No. <laughs> no. Let's no. jump on uh, jump Dan on, and uh, Tiff are not here this week. We don't have to <laughs> brutalize you for your... Your your, your lack of watching something. Twisted growing up. At this uh, point, I'm like actively not going to watch The Boys because then I got a bunch of messages on Twitter about it too. Like, no, that's it. I'm not watching the... the what is it? Lost, Lost Boys? Boys. Yes. No, no. <laughs> anyway, yes, I'm a big fan of the Lethal Weapon movies, so I can say, yes, <coughs> I kind of wish that the, those movies had been 
made today with Tom Lennon in the Leo Getz role because I I thought he was he did right he did preferable really good... to Joe Pesci. Leo I... Getz was in the uh, by Joe Pesci. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. I figured I just figured this a character that was uh, invented for no. Oh, all right. No, Joe Pesci originally played Leo Getz in I think it was Lethal Weapon three three I believe yes and um he was way over the top like so like, far like like this was nothing in comparison to how far he went with the character but the soul of the character the like the the the, the ambulance chaser that ca- was there and f- i don't know I, I, re- I remember it happening but every like there's those pearls of wisdom that came out of his head for some reason that you didn't expect to come from him. Like when he was sitting in this episode where he's, you know, in the hotel room with Murtaugh and he's explaining, well, you know, it's a big deal what your wife did and it takes courage. You know, like, I didn't expect that. (laughs) You know, and and that is the character of Leo Getz. Um, There... The other characters in the show, the the Damon Wayans, the I... Clayne? Clayne? I don't know how to say... Crawford, the guy who plays Martin Riggs. Oh, it's I don't know either. Clay and E clean. So clean. Yeah. Wait. All right. So Riggs was the Mel Gibson character. Yes. Right? And I hated him. Okay. <laughs> Why? Out of curiosity. It was mostly, it the hair. It was the hair. Mostly, it was the hair. Okay. <laughs> mostly, it was like this looks <laughs> fake. Like this. This doesn't. This guy's head is not supposed to look like this. This is somebody did this to him. <laughs> I see that there are two things that get me. See, but he plays the character of Martin Riggs relatively well. Like he is the loose cannon, the wild man. He does that okay. The two things I suppose. That, the two things that bother me most: the hair that he's constantly brushing behind his ear, and the fact you can't that get a freaking haircut at that point. <laughs> it's less work. <laughs> he always carries his gun. In his ass crack. Always. And that's just not safe. A police officer does not do that. Yeah, but he just, well, he's but a he's loose, a loose cannon. cannon. He's got a loose cannon right up his ass. <laughs> he's got a loose cannon right up his ass. He has to keep the barrel warm, you know. <laughs> but, on the other but? hand, <laughs> oh, Damon Wayne. We missed you, Evan. Oh, thank you. I missed you guys so much. <laughs> To get this trade back on the track, Damon Wayans God, does a really good job of playing Murtaugh because that was the character, the overprotective, always worried about something father. Like, well, again, see, I'm also coming coming at this from a perspective of I'm not familiar with these characters, mm-hmm. and this these just read as caricatures of these character archetypes. Like there was nothing remarkable about them except for that guy's hair, and just the the whole. The whole thing of him just irked me. Like, I just didn't like him. And I literally fell asleep during this episode. Oh. Karen had to wake me up because it was it was so believably, unbelievably contrived. It was like, oh, my God, they're really they're really just just doubling down on every single trope that they can. Like, I've seen this episode before. Mm-hmm. I've seen every piece of this episode done better Many times, but, and but then Tom Lennon would show up on screen. I'd be like, "Oh, you're just a delight! Look at you getting a paycheck!" I was so happy. 
Now, Karen. Yeah. As a fan of the movie series, how do you feel about the characterizations that these these actors and actresses played? Because um, Hillary Burton, the, the Karen Palmer, isn't that uh-huh. isn't that? I don't. I haven't as much as I do love these movies. I haven't watched them in a long time, so I remember Riggs and Murta and obviously Leo Getz. But there, outside of that, there is a female in the movie. Play. Oh, all right. How did you feel about the the the, the interpretation versus the yeah? Um, the issue I had with Damon Wayans, not that he was bad, is just that he's too young, in my opinion. Marta is you know supposed to be this this close to retirement, and you know I'm getting too old for this shit. And that's the dynamic between him and Riggs, and you know he doesn't have the patience for Riggs's bullshit because he's you know, just trying to. Oh, run the clock out to his wow. retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and uh, so and he huh. also has health problems, which not that younger people can't have health problems, but I didn't buy Damon Wayans as somebody who is you know has had a heart attack and okay. is, needs to be careful and watch his stress. Okay. So um, the- and for Riggs, like I, I didn't like the guy either. So and I I happened I having read entertainment news i know that actor in particular is like an asshole and nobody likes working with him <laughs> so, okay so like i don't know i i and which is I, I guess if you're speaking in the context of actors who've played martin riggs Damn. it fits right in there you go it, it's it is and uh, maybe it's maybe it's the maybe character it's the role is it I the mean, role seriously i don't know um, so, okay, now I looked it up. Hillary Burton played Karen Palmer, the DEA agent of the show. I feel, or I felt, that was an homage, if you will, to the Rene Russo character. Yeah, okay, now that you say that, I, I can see that. It is, she was, she was a cop. I remember her being a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, not a completely compared, different name. Um, so. They had that scene where they compared their their guns bullet hole scars oh yeah that's right <laughs> bullet hole scars yes <laughs> i don't know what it's called but uh, um yes yes she was fine i mean in what was a pretty standard you know mm-hmm. um by the numbers sort of plot uh, cop show romance plot it was fine mm-hmm. i had no objection to her but i wasn't like oh she's doing a great job or oh she's ruining this character it was just sort of like meh and and that's and that's my point. It, like I am looking at this as what are they doing? Like the movies, what are they doing? Like completely different, because the movies were you know one giant epic thing is happening for an hour and a half, two hours. They are stretching out this storyline for multiple seasons. Apparently, in season three, like they don't really concentrate on Martin and. Riggs and Murtaugh relationship. It's Murtaugh and, and it's Stifler. Okay. He was playing another character. I like, and I, I haven't gotten that far, so I don't know what's going on, but I feel that they're staying relatively true to the original movies, like the character, the, you know, the character concepts. Um, and as you know, you're both saying like, there was, there's nothing remarkable about these, these, actors or their ro- the roles that they're playing and except for how well Tom plays Leo 
Like, yeah, he he was a great Leo. He did a phenomenal job in it, and that's what, like this would be the only episode that I would say you should watch because mm-hmm. of I think there's a later episode where he shows up again, but I'm not a hundred percent on that one. It's it's background TV. You don't really have to pay attention to it. You could you could look in every once in a while. Martin or Riggs is always jumping and throwing himself into some sort of danger. Murtaugh is, you know, rescuing or like they are playing the characters that they're supposed to be because of the title of the show. Like they're they're not reimagining anything. It is literally There's no imagination here. <laughs> none whatsoever. Um I like it, it it's it was weird because I started like I, I turned on you know I don't even know whether it was on my server or Netflix or whatever I just started and then I would catch myself sitting there watching it because I I could be in like I could sit down and watch it and pay attention to it or I could just keep packing boxes and then tune back in and then keep packing boxes and come back you know I didn't have to it's like you said Chris you've seen these episodes before it's just how like it, it just I don't know the accent that you know that they put on it it's nothing new so, yeah, but at that point, I would just rather watch Castle. See, but I can't do that because I will sit down and watch Castle. Oh, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> like because that is engaging. That he's a charming motherfucker. Like I need, I will sit down and watch. <laughs> Ooh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like this, I didn't have to. I and when I did, when I did sit down and pay attention to it, I wasn't like disappointed. It was, it was a show. It was meh. It was okay. I just really enjoyed the Leo Getz. I, I, I think I enjoyed this version of the Leo Getz character more than the original. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, because Pesci went, a, like I said, it was cartoony. I mean, Pesci is Pesci. He did exactly what Joe Pesci does. And <laughs> you can't be upset at him for it. That's you know? true. They paid him for to be that character. So. What, they knew what they were getting for when they wrote that check. <laughs> so... I mean, like I said, this is... I also had just have to say that the um, uh, douche nuts with the idiot hair, um, him and that... <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, so you, there's a lot of bad hair in this show, so you're talking about... The guy okay, with Martin, the bad go hair. Ahead. Riggs, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Riggs with um, uh, Bland Girl. There was... <laughs> I did not buy any chemistry between the two of them. Like... I did better chemistry in my high school chemistry class, and I failed that class. There was just... I did not buy them for a freaking heartbeat. Like, those two characters would not do, like, they hate each other, but then, like, pal around. They would just... She would literally hate him and want him to go away because he smells horrible. He can't dress himself. He refuses to dress anything even remotely related to a uniform. He has really stupid hair, a crappy mustache. Like, this guy is completely and totally unlikable in every conceivable way, including being hideously unattractive because of all those other things together. She would not give this guy the time of day. Yet she does. And yet she does because of hacky writing. Well, there's, there's, okay, the, the entirety of the backstory is more involved than these two just meeting. I mean, he is widowed. She is divorced. Mm-hmm. He is supremely fucked up from his widowing. Um, and she is 
damaged goods. They're both damaged people. So she pities him? I maybe. Cause I like, don't know. I get I get what you're saying. Like that these are things that are things that have happened to this guy, but it doesn't make him any less of a piece of shit. It just means that he's got a piece of shit with baggage. <laughs> so there's <sighs> Okay, so in this episode, there was a scene where he's talking with a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Was there? No, I don't remember. Okay, I don't think so. I, I mean, there was a scene where he was talking to Murtaugh like he was a therapist. No, there's a female um, therapist that he has. I don't think we saw her. Okay, yeah, I can't. This one. So within this show, he is transferred because of something extreme happening to him he had he is required to go see this therapist or the psychologist or whatever it is seen it and and the my point that i'm trying to say is is that there's more of a um there's more chemistry between the two of them than there is between Riggs and palmer (laughs) so i oh i totally Watch it as I was watching this show. Thought that he was gonna hook up with her or end up with her, and they kept throwing this Palmer character in there. So I think they're doing that because of my the God, movie. She's Electra. What? She's fucking Electra. Who? The blonde girl. Electra. Was it the, the the therapist is totally uh, Karen Page, and then the blonde girl is Electra. He's like, "What are you doing, Matt?" Why are you chasing after Electra? This is the good one right here. Oh my God. Be with her. I had no idea what you were doing there. I was so confused. It's all right. I'm like, she doesn't look at all like the girl who played Electra. What are you talking about? So I will say in defense of Riggs's hair, have you seen Mel Gibson's hair when he played Martin Riggs? Like there was, it was pretty. It was a like, different time. It was of its time, but it was a pretty effing bad. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, by uh, the fourth one, he had a respectable haircut, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I mean, I think we all loved it at the time because we all loved Bill Gibson at the time. Yeah, that's true. How did that dude be? How how did he end up as a heartthrob? I mean, really, looking uh, back, what the hell was wrong with us? Uh, nah, I don't know. I don't know. So there it is. I'm I who picked it. Am giving it a solid meh watchable unwatchable like you can you don't have to pay attention to it how how, you know chris obviously does not like the lead character (laughs) i i will give this this specific episode a solid med just uh because of the tom lennon exactly tom lennon's just worth watching he's fun Karen, <laughs> maybe go watch him in something else. That's true. There's way better things to watch him, but if you've already seen all of those things, mm-hmm. and like you go into this show, and be like, Ugh, "All right, fine, I'll watch this stupid Lethal Weapon TV show," and then you turn it on, and Tom Lennon shows up, and then a bunch of people get shot. You're like, "Oh, all right, I'll sit up on my chair for a few minutes. I'll see where this goes." <laughs> And like it's and all then, gonna go downhill from there. Yeah, right, no, screw it. I'm gonna give this a solid recommend. The first five minutes of this show, <laughs> solid recommend. The first five minutes of this specific episode of this show, and then turn it off. And then turn it off because Tom Lennon lives, and you're you're good to go. Well, the interaction when he's being <laughs> questioned by Riggs and Murtaugh. And yeah, again, that you was... got to deal with Riggs. I'd say it's not worth it. Just go like oh, watch come on. rerun the of the state. Of the water. And he's like, I prefer hey. sparkling, and then he hurts himself. That was funny stuff. <laughs> I, I, 
he all very funny stuff. Again, I would give the whole episode a solid meh because he's wonderful going against a backdrop of backdrop of just oozing feces. But the first five minutes, <laughs> solid thumbs up. Uh, Karen, yeah, <laughs> it was a show. Okay. I just cannot even be arsed to give it a solid meh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got it. Eh, my, meh minus the mm. <laughs> There you go. There it is. My triumphant return. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> God, did I miss you guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to... I don't... I have to confer during the break how much news we've got to talk about because there was a lot and I read a lot. So when we get back, we're going to talk to about at least some of it. So stay tuned. There are plenty of ways to take in zombie entertainment. There's zombie drama shows like The Walking Dead. There's zombie comedies like Santa Clarita Diet. There's even zombie murder mysteries like iZombie. But what of zombie anime? Or, to be more precise, what of pop idol zombie anime? Oh, it exists, and apparently it's pretty good, too. Thanks to the work of Jonathan Robert, you too can learn all about a group of undead teenage girls from different time periods who, after rising from the dead, do the only logical thing there is to do form a pop group and climb their way to the top of the charts. Be sure to read the Anime Annex Zombieland Saga. Did you hear we have a new podcast? Did you hear it's about Transformers? Did you hear that there's more there more than meets the eye? Did you know that the second episode is available now? Did you know the first one is too? Did you hear there's going to be a third one next week? Did you know that there are new episodes the first three weeks of every month? Did you know Transformers are really popular? Do you think I can make it through this entire thing only asking questions? Did you know that I think you should check out SparkCast right now on Geekade.com? I thought so. Darn it, I messed it up. Help! The WWE Universal Championship is in trouble. Well, not immediate physical danger. Unless you count the physical danger the wrestlers are in when they do their thing. But more of a crisis of irrelevance. The WWE has had this shiny red belt around for a while now, and it pretty much seems like a point pointless artifact Brock Lesnar keeps getting even though he doesn't actually want it. But it doesn't have to be this way. GeekAid's Alex Watley has more than a few ideas cooking that could make things much, much better. Read all about it, especially if you are a WWE exec, in What's on Wrestling? How to Save the WWE Universal Championship. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more, right now at GeekAid.com. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. Let's talk some news. First up from a Hollywood reporter, uh, Empire star uh, Jusette Smollier. Karen? I think it's Jesse Smollett. <laughs> well, that's that's an L-A, isn't it? Isn't that? Two L's together, in that in foreign language like French and Spanish. No. no. Do you also pronounce it asparagus? Asparagus. And, and omelette. <laughs> All right, juicy. <laughs> I'm gonna look juicy Smollett. Like Jesse, but Jesse. Okay, he was attacked in a possible hate crime. This was a an off-putting article to read. Um, apparently he was attacked in Chicago outside of a restaurant. And was 
badly beaten, uh, a chemical, which it turns out that read later on in the article was bleach, was poured on him, and at one point in time had a rope wrapped around his neck. So, yeah, and apparently uh, the attackers yelled the pro-make-America-great-again comments during the attack. The I attack. believe that part was proven to be made up. Okay. By whom? I don't know, okay. but I feel like I read somewhere that that last the the MAGA part of it was made up. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm scrolling down to see if there's an addendum to it, and it, you then you must have read that outside. Yeah, I was. It was <clears throat> this was this was a while ago. This was okay. Yeah, it's during this, our week off. But yeah. I feel like I remember reading that somewhere. But regardless, regardless, it's still terrible. Still terrible. Yeah, it's it is a it is now it is a hate crime because of the. It's just, I don't know. This is unfortunate that it is. It, this is now the, the 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 world that we're living in, for at least the time being. Um, that shit like this happens. Um, the there's a lot of comments. Uh, there's a lot of support for this this person. Um, from Glad and and and. Um, all of his the, the 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 Hollywood, all of the Hollywood groups have come out to make comments and whatnot, and everybody is saying, "Just Chicago police, get on this, fix it, make it better, and do it fast." Which, yeah, that just makes sense. Like, this is the type of thing that shouldn't be happening in a <clears throat> reasonable society. Which, at one point in time, I thought we were living in, but. Apparently, I was mistaken. Um, I'll tell you one thing: is the perpetrators picked uh, the wrong person for their target. Like, if you want to, you know, if you want to commit a hate crime, say you want to commit a hate crime, mm -hmm. uh, which nobody should no want to. Ever. person does, but you certainly want don't want to make your victim a famous person, right? Like, that's just going to get you like draw so much attention to you and you're going to get so you're going to get found that much quicker and have more attention put on your case and just I, the I, dumbest I, thing you could do. Well, I they're not I'm assuming that they're not blessed with intelligence. So just to follow up, there seems to be some conflicting reports about that. I believe he is claiming that uh they yelled a uh, MAGA country at him or something to that effect. Um, but there doesn't seem to be anybody willing to substantiate that besides him. Um, and apparently he won't turn over his phone. So I don't know. Uh, what, did he videotape it? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, I think somebody's trying to prove that he was talking to his manager when he was attacked. Um, neighbors say that they don't believe it happened, but like the, the, the stories I'm getting are coming from like, you know, either far left wing or far right wing websites. Gotcha. So let's just say at the, at, at best there's conflicting reports about that last part. Okay. Well, it is a horrible just, incident you know, that has happened. It is horrible. No matter what, no I matter just didn't what. want to go yeah, no. saying anything that wasn't necessarily true. Okay. And I appreciate that. The, the clarification. And I appreciate you. <laughs> God, I missed you guys so much. So too. that's the thing. Our, the best, I, I, 
hoping a triumphant return, a speedy recovery. And yeah, we're, if we hear anything, anything else about this, we will let you know. Um, moving on to <laughs> other news um, from TVLine.com. <laughs> Fuller House has been renewed for a fifth and final season. I am shocked that this is the fifth season. That isn't. Does that mean five years? How no. did that happen so fast? No, no it can't five be five years. years. They've just been pumped. Well, I mean, like they don't have to write anything. It's just like recycled. <laughs> it farts itself out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> if there's anything more hacky than the writing on Lethal Weapon, it's this. All right, all right, we get it, Chris. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. <coughs> and apparently they've saved the best for last. I have I've seen I saw one season of this. Um I don't under I I can't foresee that bar being very high. So <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't overreach there, Fuller House. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's always good. I, but again, to be fair, similar to what you were talking about, Lethal Weapon, that's kind of the point. It's this show was not striving to be a, you know, Groundbreaking? Yeah, anything groundbreaking. This was striving to be new episodes of Full House. Yeah. Um, and at that, it has succeeded at being... Full House. Er. To someone entertaining drivel. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> and Okay, so um, there will be 18 episodes in the final season. Seems like a lot, uh, especially for a Netflix show. Um and like I said, according to their little video, they've saved the best for last. So I'm trying to see scrolly scroll. It says coming this fall. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got. So fall. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that if you're interested in enjoying Fuller House. Um, next up, this is not surprising from the Hollywood Reporter. CW renews The Flash, Charmed, Riverdale, Supernatural, and six more. Um, I mean, not surprising, but like seriously again supernatural another year of supernatural it sounds like you're complaining are you complaining i'm not complaining <laughs> i just literally can't believe they're like yeah let's go another round it's I gotta be something we can have them do right what haven't they done yet what did they do scooby-doo damn they did scooby-doo uh have they done uh, looney tunes yeah. have they done a space jam episode let's do a space they're going to space next season you I'm calling it here <laughs> supernatural first in supernatural space. in space so <laughs> wait they're currently in season, season 14. 14 okay they just did episode 300 last week okay because i am catching up on season 13 and I'm going to try to work my way through that to get caught up. So I hope you like Jack. Because eh. <laughs> there's a lot of Jack. Yeah, there's always something about a season. Like, there's, there's every season has had something that I'm like, eh. But, you know, the brothers and all this, like, the surrounding stuff. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Jack and the, <laughs> the evil Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I don't know who. Oh yeah, yeah. As, okay, as, now as, I remember. Asma, yeah, Met Asmodeus. Asmodeus, that guy. I'm not the biggest fan of them. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> Asmodeus, the evil Colonel Sanders. Well, he's got a southern accent. And he wears a white suit. So yeah, he's just always got fried chicken with him. <laughs> always. Um. So yeah, going back to the the CW. Yeah, they've renewed all of their shows that you would expect to be renewed. Um, Arrow, Black Lightning, Legends. 
Dynasty, that was kind of uh, uh, Legacies and Supergirl. Um, it does. It is a little. Um, it was a little bum. A bummer to me that the shows that are ending are all like female-led shows, which I, I'm not saying is like any kind of anti-female conspiracy or anything. But it's like a lot of great, you know, female-centric TV is going away, which is a bummer. Um, okay, so I'm looking. <laughs> Jane the Virgin, Crazy X, and iZombie are all doing their last season. Yeah, this but year. that was that was preemptive. Like they knew yeah, that they no, were going the, into I, it. That was, oh, okay. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not okay. saying it was tragic or a conspiracy or anything. It's just right, like right, right. it happens that all three coincided to be these great female-led shows that mm-hmm. are ending. Okay. Um, so hopefully they get some more. Um, well, they're getting good women to replace that. Batwoman. Is coming, right? Batwoman is coming. We'll talk uh, about that a little yeah. ways down the road. There was, oh, yes. Supernatural 15, blah, 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 blah. So, oh, yep, there you go. <clears throat> not, not too many surprises there. Um, holy hot chocolate. <laughs> um, okay, from the denofgeek.com, or excuse me, it's just denofgeek.com. Not the. There was no the in the time, in the, the web address. The Umbrella Academy trailer cast release date and news. Um, we've talked about the Umbrella Academy before. The trailer is actually really good. Yeah, right. It looks really, really good. Um, it's different than the teaser that we talked about previously, but it's coming. It looks like they're doing a really good job with it too. So. Looks like a lot of fun, man. It does. And it's... (laughs) It's Gerard Way and it's just good stuff. Um, I'm scrolling. We continue to be in disbelief that you know, the front man of that band that is now escaping me Gerard has come Way. up with this show. Oh, I know, but oh, what's the uh, band? Oh, Gerard Way. It's not Black My Parade. Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance, yes. <laughs> All of a sudden he's like, hey, I have this really good show. Like, what? 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 I just... That's, I mean, I don't, I believe thing. you, it's, but what? It's, as somebody who worked at a comic book store, it'd be like, you have the My Chemical Romance comic? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and it turns out that that's this thing, Umbrella Academy, and then you get all these kids coming in and like, oh, that's why they write My Chemical Romance kind of like, all right, I, okay, <laughs> I believe you. I just don't believe that this is the planet I live on anymore. So, all right. But hey, people can be multi-talented. You know, look at Weird Al. He's amazing. Did you um okay side note uh Kevin Hart did a Netflix movie about black history Kevin Hart's black history okay I happened to watch it I'm going to say yesterday and it's a a movie where he just talks about amazing black histor- historical figures that you really may not have known about before and it starts because his daughter is watching 12 years of slave gets really upset and there's her she has a little friend over and he's like the palest little white boy you have ever seen and then he sort of pops in and out throughout the the episode and at the very end his father comes to pick him up and and take him home and his father is played by weird al (laughs) not what i was expecting at all (laughs) nope so there you go um you uh back to the umbrella academy um it's coming so we are recording on monday the 11th in four days so it will have released today 
right? That's is that Friday? It comes out on Friday or Thursday. So what's what's the date? Fourteenth or fifteenth? It's the fifteenth. That's Friday. That's Friday. Friday the fifteenth. Okay, so it comes out tomorrow. Check it out. Netflix. Woohoo. Um this next one from Variety sort of like these never end well. Um, NBC orders comedy competition series with Jeff Foxworthy among the judges. This looks like crap. It, you yeah. might be a redneck. Yeah, and I'm not even judging it via, like, because they have other comedic talent on there. Like, um, oh, what's the, the, the kind of home with a good burger? What's, uh, what's his name? Keenan Thompson. That's the one. He is, he's very funny. He's also one of the judges. I just, I, you, making comedy a competition just never worked for me. Like there was, yeah, because different types of humor work for different people. Like, right. it's it's just an objective thing to, to be judging. Yeah, so or subjective, excuse me. Um, unless it's whose line is it anyway? Well, but the yeah. Points don't in that case, the points don't matter. Yes. Well, that's that's competing in one specific <coughs> branch of comedy. <coughs> That's true. more limited. And that's kind of how you have to do it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but according to this, they're doing... if uh, Okay, so hold on. Uh, from solo comics to sketch troops, tro- troops to musicians, magicians, podcasters, puppeteers, YouTubers, and more. Anyone who Podcasters? Can... Let's do oh, it, guys. Right. Yes. Live the yes. dream. Dreaming the live. Um, anyone who can make you laugh is eligible to receive the $250,000 prize. Yeah. Mm. So, I sure could go for $250,000. Yeah. Yeah, and I wish NBC would take this money and instead of making this show, make something that would just make a... Like, because it says something in here about, like, we're excited to embrace the blah blah blah, bring us levity and humor in these troubled times or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but instead, just take that money and make a funny show right. that'll make us la- laugh in these troubled times or yeah. whatever. Nope. nope, this is easy. It's unscripted, so it's fine. Give it's someone else the work to do. Yeah. Reality TV. <laughs> Don't be lazy. Yeah. All right. Next up from TVLine.com. Okay, so Crazy Ex-Girlfriend to air concert special following series finale. This is bittersweet. It, it really is because it looks, it sounds fantastic. It's just a shame that it is the last thing they'll be doing. Yeah. So apparently the 17th episode, which will air this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm In looking April. to see April 5th. And April 5th, the 17th episode of the show will air, which is the last sh- episode of the show. Then right after that, like it's from eight to nine, then from nine to 10, I'm assuming because it didn't say um, they're showing a concert special with the cast and it's titled. Yes, it's really us singing the crazy ex-girlfriend concert special. And I think this is a nice thing for them to do because they did that whole live tour last year Mm -hmm. and it sold out so fast that like only a fraction of the fans who wanted to go actually got to go. Right. Um, So this is a nice way for everybody to be able to get to see a show like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It still bums me out that it's ending. 
Sorry. Um, I'm, well, it's your fault, so you is. should be sorry. I, God damn it. it why did you do this to my favorite show? I know. I'm skipping the next one because it's within the following one from Nerdist.com, the Super Bowl commercials. Now, I did not watch the Super Bowl. I did not partake in the commercials. How dare you? I know. How very dare me. Um, and this article was specifically made for me because it just took all of the commercials and put them in one convenient package for me. Now, <laughs> I watched them all, okay? Um, some of them are very entertaining. Um, I mean, you know, you got your movie trailers, you know, the Avengers Endgame. Uh, the Game of Thrones Bud Light commercial? No, not. I was not happy with that one. Um, the Hyundai commercial with uh, Jason Bateman? There was a couple of funny moments in that one. Stella. Do you know? Like, do you know what was my favorite one? Which one? I'm asking if you can guess. All right, hold on. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, I, I have no idea. Oh, the NFL 100 one was really entertaining for me. It was really good. <laughs> that wasn't it. Deets nuts. <laughs> Score, you child. <laughs> I mean, Craig Robinson's delivery. It was but the so fact perfect. is, this this commercial would not have been any good if it was anyone other than Craig exactly. Robinson. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, the Jordan Peele uh, Twilight Zone commercial was. I didn't see that coming. Um, watching the football players in the NFL 100 just. Go to town in that room was a lot of fun. Uh, T-Mobile was a waste. Uh, Audi electric, great. Um, the Alexa, the uh, the Amazon Alexa commercial mm-hmm. that was eh. Budweiser did its normal thing, trying to pull at the heartstrings. But what my like what I was jazzed to see, if I can use that terminology, the. I'll allow it. I appreciate it. The Guillermo del Toro scary stories to tell in the dark. Now, it's a short little teaser trailer kind of thing, but it looks so good. We all know I'm a fan of this this story series. Uh, I didn't know that this was available. Like this, this I would have watched this right out the gate. It, this is just shy of the end of the this article, so. That was my favorite thing to see. Entertainment-wise mm-hmm. was the football one for me, the, the, the 100. So, Chris? This, the Go ahead, <laughs> Chris. Did you have any favorites? I got really far in Monster Boy while watching this, quote-unquote, watching the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, gee, I don't know. I mean, Deets Nuts was hilarious. It, it made um, me want to try I, those. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I actually sold on that as a product. <laughs> I uh, I don't know, man. Nothing really jumped out at me. It was like, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I mean, I was happy to see the Avengers thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, uh, I was I, also disappointed that it was only 30 seconds. Yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me, Marvel. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those. Th- also, the, I think the Captain Marvel one was cool, too. I'm getting really jazzed for that movie. But really, it's that those were the ones that kind of jumped out at me as as neat just because they kind of speak to my sensibilities mm-hmm. i didn't see any like really good 
you know, sketch comedy type commercials. And I'm actually kind of happy about that because I'd really like to see the Super Bowl drop several billion pegs just because, you know, the NFL is a fucking cesspool. But um, and I think that that we've we've really, really broken critical mass on like we need to spend 14 billion dollars for every 15 seconds we advertise during the Super Bowl and it's just become this incredible shower of opulence, and I'm kind of glad to see a few people pulling back on it. Be like, nah, you know what? We're not gonna. Eh, we're not, not gonna necessary. do that. We like Skittles, for example. Do you know what Skittles did instead of uh, having a Super Bowl commercial? Do they have a Puppy Bowl commercial? No. What? Skittles, instead of having a Super Bowl commercial, took the money they would have spent on a Super Bowl commercial wrote a half hour long basically ad for Skittles in the form of a play and actually rented a theater, hired Michael C. Hall to star in it, and put it on for one night during the Super Bowl on Broadway. That's amazing. It was like Skittles, the Super Bowl commercial, the Broadway musical or something. And yeah, and they got so much press just, you know, people talking about how fucking crazy they are. That it was worth whatever money they spent to do it. I mean, can, can we just just talk a little bit about how absolutely bug nuts uh, Skittles advertising has been for like the longest time? Yeah. Those really weird commercials where you got like, you know, they're Skittles box, Skittles box. Okay, so and people, like, do you remember the, Skittles? the one that was banned? Where no, the, oh, I don't remember it, but I remember that being a thing on their wedding night. Are are consummating their marriage and when they finish it's a shower of skittles all over the bride <laughs> i don't remember that but oh yay. yeah look that up because i think that's where it started with the whole holy shit skittles is nuts uh, also i mean going back to my personal favorite uh completely bug nuts skittles advertising campaign was the the video game darkened sky for the nintendo gamecube that's just like this zelda like horrible zelda knockoff piece of garbage game that just looks like this regular fantasy adventure game and the main character is uh, voiced by the woman who voiced princess jasmine in aladdin and you're just like, okay, this is all cool until you get to the story where it's about the the, the freaking Skittles that they were stolen by Lord Necroth from the Sacred Rainbow. And you're like, whoa, we have gone over the deep end here. This is a Skittles game, and this is amazing. <laughs> Skittles at its finest. Wow. Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Oh, yeah. All right, moving on. I like on. Skittles. I think they're great. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> if you like sugary snacks, yes. Um, Collider.com, uh, FX, excuse me, FX orders Y to series will premiere in 2020. Uh, Why the Last Man, great comic Mm -hmm. by Brian K. Mm Vaughn, uh, coming to FX. Think it's a good fit. Uh, I think it's a great fit. Scares the crap out of me. The, uh, casting looks good. I mean, the like the the they. Sh- I looked at the actor that they're having play. Um... Yorick. Yes, sorry, I Barry is was the kid's name. Um, it it looks like a a real interpret uh, like a humanoid version of the character on the cover. So I'm like, yeah, this works. So 
It's good. Looks good to me. Looks good. Again, it's uh, I freaking loved Why the Last Man. Um, I'd really like to read that again because it's an amazing comic book series. It was such a cool story. Uh, really one of the best sci-fi stories I think I've ever experienced. I think it's wonderful. And I think turning it into a TV show is a great idea. But it also makes me super nervous because if they screw oh, up, yeah. I'm going to be heartbroken. Yeah, it could go bad, but... I mean, we've got, we've got we've been relatively lucky with comic book interpretations recently. We have, and this is FX, and they have a pretty good track record mm-hmm. uh, as far as quality is concerned. I'd have a little bit more peace if it were a Netflix joint, but that's you know again that's yeah. just because they they do lots of really wonderful great stuff. But uh, FX again, they've they've done a pretty solid job, so don't screw it up. Pretty pleased with sugar on top because uh, you've got yourselves a real winner on your hands. And this is people have been trying to adapt this for a long time, right? Well, I feel it, like this it's is been one of those things talks for a really long time. Yeah, kind of like lock and key, where it's been like a bunch of like, oh, this is almost going to happen, and then it just kind of doesn't. Right. Um, although I think this will be easier to physically adapt than lock and key because the logistics of lock and key and live action still, I can't even imagine it. But whatever, mm-hmm. make it happen, guys. <laughs> Yeah, that, I also think it's an interesting time, like in the world, to be telling this story because the, yeah, the premise true. of why the last man is there's literally one man left on Earth, and like, you know, this is in our time where we're just like ban men, we're done with men because they're trash. And well, it's and, not even you do. It's not even that. It's one male, actually two male mammals. Yeah, one right. male, uh, one male human, and one male monkey. Yes, and, uh, sorry I misspoke. I have read the comic, guys. So okay. I, I just feel the need to speak up and defend myself here. But yes. I didn't know you read this book. Yeah, um, I think you gave it to me. I, I, I couldn't remember. I know I've t- I, I remember telling you to read it, but I've told you to read like six billion things. So Yeah, well, you have to give me the thing to read it is the thing if you want me to read it. Yeah, but I, I did read this and, and I, I am interested to see how they, you know, reflect today's times and you know so much terrible men um and how that has an impact on this story yeah it's it's gonna be it's it's also gonna be tricky it's gonna be tricky to navigate because like you said it that just because of the you know the time we're in and this is one of those things that's this is putting it on a much bigger stage and there's a lot more opportunity for this to be told either told the wrong way or interpreted interpreted in a bad way um because it's yeah you know, it, it is obviously there's there's conflict in the book it's not like all men disappear and all of a sudden it's this wonderful utopia like there's good pe- good women and bad women and mm-hmm. it's um this is going to be a very interesting show to see take take place uh now but I'm excited for it, and I'm also terrified. <laughs> As well you should be in a world ruled by women. All right. I'm just kidding. Transitioning <laughs> uh, from TVLine.com, Shields Clark Craig. <clears throat> Man, I shift. Shields Clark Craig teases his very mysterious season six role. So apparently Coulson's not in season six, but he's still... Clark is there. We don't yeah, know why. I mean, he died. Yeah. Again. But it's Marvel. Again. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, like, he just died of natural causes this time. It was just like, 
yeah, well, uh, no more magic. I'm just going to go ahead and die. And he and May went off on an island and lived out the rest of his days. And then, uh, but now there's this other dude who's like, what's shield? And I'm like, what What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, show? Don't mess with me. Yeah. Shark jumping, playing, maybe. Playing tiddly wings with your heart. They are. But look, this show has been consistently getting better every every year. So... I got nothing but the highest of hopes, especially since this was this season and next season, and then they're out, I think, or did it just get renewed for two more seasons? Because it's renewed for, like, not just this season, but the next one, too, which is freaking wild. I remember that when we posted that story, but uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Give me more Give me more of this show. <laughs> Love it. Moda show. Moda show. Very good. So, there it is. Just keep an eye out. He is still around. We haven't lost... Well, we have lost Phil, but we haven't lost Phil. His name is Agent. Agent. I apologize. Um, Why is he Phil? <laughs> um, from TV, TV by the numbers dot zap to it dot com. Wow. Uh, Modern Family renewed for 11th and final season by ABC. So Modern Family is coming to its end. Um Eleven seasons. That's a that's a very I solid run. Haven't watched this show in ages. Yeah, it's been a while. Like I was I was trying to remember how far into it I got. I I can't recall. But people still do watch it. Yeah. Last night I was talking to my sister and she made a joke. She was like, "Do you remember that Modern Family episode where blah blah blah?" And it was like, "No, I stopped watching it ages ago." But apparently people still watch it. Well, and like we didn't stop watching it because it got bad or anything. Just we kind of got bored of it. Like it was still a quality show, and and it was running on reruns. It was mm-hmm. still a quality show, but I think we stopped watching it when they were still kids. You know what I mean? Yes, like they were still pretty young on the show. Now everybody's adults, and so it's always a strong ratings performer for the network. Modern Family is the network's second highest rated comedy, behind only The Connors. So, has a current average of one point four live, which is interesting. You would think, wow, 5.6 million, 5.06 million viewers. So it is popular. People are just watching it. Maybe that's why it got renewed. Well, I'm glad it's coming to uh, a decided end yeah, instead yeah. of, a, you know, let's let's drag this out until people aren't watching it anymore. It seems like, all right, it's time to call it. <laughs> and I'm I, I always happy that. when that happens. Yeah, I prefer that much more than things... When they when they make the the proper decision to call it, or and it, it's always better than watching it f- go horribly horribly awry or just ending like oh shit it just got canceled for no apparent reason kind of thing. So having a decided end is always beneficial, especially for us as viewers and then I would assume them as actors and actresses. Um, from the Hollywood Reporter dot com. Justified creator adapting graphic novel Talent at Fox. Now, I have never heard of this graphic novel. Chris, have you? Nope. Okay, so it's from Boom. Um, I haven't either. I guess. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Karen. I apologize. I should have asked. I just asked the other person that worked at a comic shop. <laughs> um, apparently, it is about a woman. I'm assuming it's a woman. Uh, who 
was caught in a horrific accident that kills 148 people. She's the only one to survive, miraculously, of course. And for some unbeknownst reason, she acquires their talents. And then she uses those skills to bring closure to the victim's unfinished stories and solve the mystery of what caused the accident. That sounds interesting. It's an interesting premise. I am wary of it because it does have the potential to be like a doofy like, oh, what's the skill going to be this week until they like... Skill of the week. I like it. They can paint themselves <laughs> into a corner with that pretty quick. This person can turn on lights from a distance. Check it out. But it does. it is an interesting enough present premise and I have... A lot of faith in Graham Yost. Yeah. Yeah. Justified is a Justified is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. show. Yeah. So there it is. Um They should get Timothy Oliphant to be in this too. Then I, I definitely watch. Absolutely. Um so here's a thing I'm not too jazzed about. Cause I don't foresee this working out at all. CBS orders a Frankenstein drama pilot. Yes, he solves crimes. He solves crimes? <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Frankenstein so, solves crimes. Yeah. And it does say in here somewhere, they're like, yes, we know it's Frankenstein's monster, not Frankenstein. So, yeah. Oh Nothing about this sounds appealing to me. It, uh, yeah. Like, I, will, I, will, I will gleefully watch this show, like, crash and burn. <laughs> gleefully watch it crash and burn nice so yeah apparently they've tried to do this a couple of times um what it was it called then fox retitled it again into looking glass then fox retitled it another time for second chance sure second chance i remember that one it was a cop yeah they tried this show another time and it was called what the hell is it honey the one that runs ads on cw for for cw seed it's a long story. Oh, with forever? Mister, is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know what the hell it's called, but there's another one where it's a, it's a guy who can't die, and I think he was a cop or a doctor or something. Yeah. There was, what was the one with the, the guy who played Mr. Fantastic? That's, That's exactly the one what I'm talking okay. about. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Eon Gruford. There it is. Yeah. Now, I don't foresee this being anything of note, but if it is, we'll watch it. We'll check it out. We'll wait, though. Um... EW.com tells us that hair. Oh, I just got this joke and it's a bad one. <laughs> Haircut from NBC Live musical schedule. Yep. So they're not doing hair. Yep. And they may, not that... do, they may not do these live musicals anymore, which would be fucking just fine with me. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't understand how these are like a still a thing. Like I thought like Jesus Christ Super is that was that them? They were all pulling in ratings, but didn't the uh, like rent kind of crashed and burned? That's a bit, why so. they canceled Hair because yeah. Rent tanked. Because you, you can't call it a live musical when you air exactly. Wait, I don't think it tanked necessarily because it was a bad wait know, why? idea wait, or whatever. Explain. Oh, you missed. Oh, you, this. Were this is why you were gone. Uh, so they were doing the live musical Rent, and the Fox. night before, yes. The night before the performance, the live performance was supposed to happen, they were doing dress rehearsal, and one of the leads broke his ankle. Right. In the performing the dress rehearsal. So they were shooting 
footage of the dress rehearsal for some reason and they aired that instead of doing a live musical so it wasn't so when it started up it had previously recorded written down on the bottom of the screen and i'm like what (laughs) that's a shame yeah i don't understand how this is a thing like how this became a thing um it's it started out as a good idea to like you know live events tend to generate a lot of viewers but at the same time adapting musical theater for live tv doesn't really work yeah that's the that's my and anyone who likes who has a genuine appreciation for musical theater hates these (laughs) and you know i think that novelty is more enough for people who aren't those people who are just like you know it's just for something to watch on tv it's also a couple of weird like like the hair is not meant for modern day television like the true interpretation like if they were to do like there's drug use and nudity and like you can't that's yeah i mean that's another thing that i questioned when they did rent i was like you know i love rent I, it's one of my favorite things in the world but it is not appropriate for a family audience right. and they changed they changed the lyrics and they cut out a lot of stuff uh because it wasn't you know appropriate for tv no all right and now they're trying to do something else that's or, or i guess they're not going to do it but they were trying to do something else that was equally not appropriate for the format <sighs> well we'll see what happens we'll keep an eye out and if any anything comes of this because there was also something possible with uh jennifer lopez um bye bye birdie like that was in the talks and because of her schedule they they scrapped that or they shifted that out so now i just have to ask because i've never actually watched any of these because i could not care less um but when they're doing these things they're kind of making them look like tv shows right not like stage performances well rent was rent was basically a stage performance and jesus christ superstar was a stage performance uh, I watched a little bit of, was it Grease they did? Yeah, I watched a little bit of Grease, and that seemed to have some more, like, soundstage pieces to it. But they do, in general, try to do them, like, in front of a live audience and, you know, have the crowd noise and the reactions and stuff. It's not yeah, I like... I guess I could really see the, the uh, like, a, a better angle to that of just it being, like well, here's the stage show and we're just going to use some more dynamic cameras, but just this is like doing a Broadway show because you know, Karen and I have talked about before, Broadway is is, is so out of reach for almost yeah. everyone in America. Like, if you're not filth, filthy rich, and I mean just filthy, filthy, <laughs> filthy rich and live within like a proximity of New York City, you will never get to see Hamilton. Like, it, it's just ridiculous how absurdly expensive anything actual Broadway related has become, uh, especially if it's a huge success mm-hmm. and um, making that kind of stuff more accessible to people, you know, by putting it on television uh, isn't necessarily a terrible idea. I guess just the, you know, the, the choices that they're, they're making with a lot of these are like, well, let's go down, like let's go down the list of the old, old, old shows that don't cost a lot of money. 
um, you know, with the exception of Rent, because like I'm listening to all the names of the the shows that have been up, and they're like, wow, these were old when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, see, but but like the point, that, okay, these there are Broadway performances being done currently. There should there is a market for showing those those actual performances once they're done on Broadway. Just record them. And 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 yeah, disperse do a, them. Do a recording of uh, that. But I guess that that I guess maybe the argument against that is that well, if people can just watch that, then we can't make fourteen trillion dollars on a matinee ticket to go see it at, on Broadway because mm-hmm. then people can just watch it and right. And the same thing actually from see movies and you know, like it. They they have made it unattainable for the common man, and they it's just. They're killing themselves. I think the flaw is that the uh, these TV musicals that are being directed are, I think, being directed by TV people. Mm-hmm. And Very it possible. kind of misses what is great about live theater. Because you can't... It, I mean, I don't care if it's live TV. It's still not live theater. And they're, they do a lot of like flashy things that they maybe couldn't do in a theater, but because it's TV, like, hey, look, we can, you know. There, I keep going back to Greece because that was one that I, that I actually watched a chunk of. And it was like, they did this big sweeping production number where they drove all over, like the cast went all over the back lot of wherever it was being shot. And, and the camera was like on a dolly that would just went all over to all these different scenes. And one big shot, one big production number. And it was like, no, you, you can't do that in a theater. But that doesn't mean that it's good. Right. But the scene in the same instance, like I had the ability to go see Kong on Broadway. There's no way that can be put into... You, there's no way to get the same feeling from my television that I did in that theater. Exactly. Theater is theater and TV is TV and... You can record a, theat- a per- theatrical performance and put it on TV, but it's not the same. And if you make it for TV, it's also not the same. It's not theater then. So, so exactly. So stop doing it. Stop it. All right. <laughs> Deadline.com brings us the information that Batwoman has found its villain or her villain, Rachel Scarston, mm-hmm. to star in the CW's DC pilot. Um I feel like I should know who that is, but I don't. Um, she's playing uh, Alice, Alice, which I thought was, I don't know much about Batwoman or her, her rogues gallery, if you will. Um, but the fact is, the, the, the way it's described is she is Batwoman's Joker and she's got the, the uh, a troop, <laughs> which is great. Um, it's a, a Lewis Carroll inspired Wonderland gang. That's just that's just phenomenal for me. Like that's comic books. I love comics. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. It's happening. The pilot sounds is sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm I'm really okay with it. Uh da, 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 da. I'm trying did to Did you watch uh Birds of Prey, Evan? I, I did years ago, so I don't that's, remember it. Yeah. Um I should watch it again because it is a comic book thing. Um 
but she, she was. Well, I don't know if you should, but if you did, that's where you I might. See, know but this I'm girl very from. forgiving when it, co- it comes. No, no, no. Like, I, I, like the face. It it. I do not recognize her at all. But when it says, you know, birds of prey, and there, there were other things that they had mentioned, I, I felt like I should know who she is, and I don't. So, it is what it is. Um, so keep an eye out for that good stuff. Uh, wow. TVline.com. Uh, <laughs> the Walking Dead. Uh, Diana. It's got nothing. It's Michonne, Dead right? Dead Eye Guerrera. Okay. That's yeah. Michonne, right? Yeah. Uh, exits uh, the AMC drama in season 10. So, <laughs> yeah. Michonne's leaving. Uh, what's going... Uh, do you have any... Uh, this no, no, no one nope. knows. Okay. None of us know. Someone was wearing a mask at some point. Well, no. Rick Grimes centric movies. I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, we talked about that on the show. I think while you were gone, um, there's a going to theoretically be Rick Grimes movies. He's not on the show anymore, but he's going to reprise the role in theoretical huh. movies, which I'm sure is going to go exactly as well as they hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The Walking Dead. It's amazing how popular that show still is. <sighs> far as i'm concerned this is like a blessing for danae guerrera mm-hmm. for her to like get to go do other things and yeah. get off that sinking ship go do something else enjoy yourself have a good time with it she's great i mean she's a playwright she's the okoye she's oh, she's a lot of things mm-hmm. but she's michonne she is michonne she is. and it's an awesome character but it's time to leave that show behind I... with all the gratitude that it, you know it deserves for making her career <clears throat> all right next up from david tenant.com or dot co dot uk um new ducktales episodes coming in march yay yay same cast good her stuff. daughter will be very happy oh i'm so glad that your daughter likes that show <laughs> loves that show great she i guess this, this happened while you were away but since we finished all the episodes that have been made available to us of that show. We've been, uh, we've switched over to danger mouse, but we're going to run out of those fairly soon too. Cause we're blowing through them. Okay. I'm going to need to talk to you about danger mouse. As a matter of fact, we'll do that later. Okay. Let's not forget that. Okay. Um, yeah. So more ducktails, March coup Saturday 9th, Right, the ninth of Mar- March, Saturday, March 9th at eight a.m. Cool. Uh, it's TV- a British site, so yeah, they have a British w- form for the day. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it was just a little. I had to translate. Um, TVLine.com. <laughs> uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda to guest star on Brooklyn Nine Nine as Amy's brother. Spoiler. Yay for my favorite. Yeah. So. Good casting. I, yeah, I'm, it makes sense. So apparently, this is this is a trend of famous people saying I'm a fan and being brought onto the show. Is that true? I don't know if that's a trend for this show or just TV in general, but okay. yes, that's. I didn't. Know, I I've. I am not. I have only seen a few episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I have been scolded for that. So, um, hey, us too. <laughs> Uh, I will be catching up on it because I hear very good things from people I trust. So, um, one of the well, if you need to uh, hear a podcast to convince you, we have one. Okay, 
Do we? Yes, we talked about it while you were gone. Oh. Yes, it's one of the episodes we did while you were gone. Dan and Tiff brought it to the show. It was three episodes, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Okay. It's a three-parter. So, yeah, there's that. So, keep an eye Just check that out, because there's all sorts of goodness on that that article. You know, Lin-Manuel, yeah, really Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's like a win-win right there. Match made in heaven. All right. <laughs> So I saw this news article before seeing it in the in our thread, and I went to go put it again, and I checked. Um, so Marvel is teaming up with Hulu to do f- four, technically five, animated shows, or four shows and a special, um, featuring some of their lesser-known characters. Um, the shows will be Modoc. Hit Money, Tigra and Dazzler, and, of course, Howard the Duck. All of which will culminate into a special, The Offenders. Haha. Get it? So, yeah. No word on whether uh, John Hodgman has been cast as MODOK. <laughs> no. No, but Patton Oswalt will executive produce and write well, that one. Kevin Smith is executive producing uh, Howard the Duck. He sure is. So, yeah, I'm going to end up watching these. And it's hit. See, in the title, it says hit money. And in the article, it says hit monkey. That sounds better. I think it's hit monkey. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, the description it tells talks the about a monkey. So, of, yes. A wronged Japanese snow monkey. So, yeah, it's hit monkey. Uh, That's a way better title. <laughs> So yeah, the, the Marvel is teaming up with Hulu because Hulu is owned by Disney or will be. It they got that was the whole Fox deal, right? It says that in here somewhere. Who can keep it straight yes. anymore? But like, if if it's Disney and Disney owns Marvel, then why isn't it going on Disney Plus? Because it's like, probably geared towards adults. Okay. I don't well, know. Then don't. can Hulu pick up the the mantle of all our nope. beloved Marvel TV shows from nope. Netflix that nope. have died? Nope, 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 nope. Look, I don't think I'm being unreasonable here. <laughs> You're being unreasonable. Stop asking for things. No. So, yeah. So, we're getting f- five animated ch- things from Hulu featuring some of Marvel's characters. <sighs> I hate Modoc. <laughs> there was a long conversation back in the uh, paper cuts days of my non liking Modoc. Dan and I got into it. It was pretty funny. I like absurd Modoc. Like um, I've only known I, of absurd Modoc. I mean, like when, when it's almost it's when it's made for comedic purposes of just like, can you believe this thing exists? This is the this is the stupidest character design possibly Ever. imagined bad, and bad. uh that's that's the like when he was a playable character in marvel vs. capcom <laughs> that was hysterical because he's kicking with his tiny little legs like, yeah it's so that's what I'm so for about. those that don't understand or may ha- may not have a background in comics like we do modok is a giant head with with tiny, tiny little, little arms and tiny, and tiny little legs, legs <laughs> that floats around because it's like rocket power because he's got like a rocket powered chair yeah. so he's constantly got like flames shooting out of his ass yeah he is like really just about the stupidest possible character for character design, completely absurd. Tigra and, is um, a tiger woman. Yeah. Dazzler is a 
seventies uh, looking stripper. Um, Howard, well, uh, that, that's the mutant dazzler, right? From X Men. I have no idea. Oh, I would. It's, I, I'm assuming. It's, I would. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. I would assume so. And and dazzler, they've done a lot with over the years. Yeah. So, I the dazzler thing could go one of many directions. Yeah. Um, but Howard the Duck is only going to go one way, and that's a humanoid duck. That's a detective. That's mm-hmm. the way it better go. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing. A bunch of things. Check it out. Hulu. Yeah. Deadline.com brings us the information about Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol watched the first promo for the DC Universe's dysfunctional superhero team. Um, Doom Patrol is a, a group of people, like a group of characters from the DC Universe that are that have been granted powers in some sort of horrible way and it's not good and they're looked poorly upon and they form a group together fight crime there you go doom patrol never it looked pretty good it does the trailer trailer. looks never in my wildest dreams did i ever expect there to be a doom patrol television show starring (laughs) brendan fraser no less and alan tudyk alan tudyk i think tudyk is a voice though yeah he's like well the villain is like doesn't even have a face or have a face or something and i'm okay with that so he's very cg um so yeah I totally forgot that Cyborg was in that group. So he was also a Titan. So, but and hey. Matt Bomer, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, hold on. Scrolling Doom Patrol, ba, 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 ba. Team Alchemist. February 15th. Where? On DC uh, streaming. So I am never going to see this. I refuse. DC streaming, go ahead. Check it out if you own it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Making comic book stuff not <laughs> DC, easily accessible. That's DC my... Universe, the uh, the modern day equivalent of Yahoo Screen. <laughs> there it is. I like it. And finally, from ComicBook.com, the Flash Star reportedly leaving the show after season five. Um. So not cool, man. Not cool. So I, as I read that title, I was like, all right, who could it be? Who do I not want it to be? Who do I want it to be? And I immediately want, I, I was like, oh man, maybe <sighs> Iris is leaving. And then I read the article and I'm like, nope, gotta be Carlos. <sighs> Cisco's leaving. Now they're apparently not writing him off the show completely. Um, they're going to leave it so that he can pop in and out if he wants to, but he is going on to other things. And that's a shame. And I mean, good for I him. I understand. Yeah, I get it. But, but oh, he's such a draw to that show for me. Yeah, yeah me too. But you know what? I We haven't, I haven't, ex- we haven't watched the show in a while and I don't really miss it. Like, I don't feel this overwhelming need to, like, I'm not sad that it's out of my life. And I would love to see him start popping up on other things because I think he's pretty fantastic. So good on him. I mean, Flash has been running for what, like 35 years now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to catch up on all of it. The thing is, if he cuts the Cisco hair, I'm not going to recognize him. (laughs) He pops up on something else and be like, who's this guy? I like him. He's pretty funny. Wait, who? (laughs) Bah, bah. Bah, bah, So, yeah. There's all the news that's fit to talk about in a podcast. Woo. Yes, indeedy. Yes, we indeed. did it, man. We did it. 
Very few We remembered flugs. how. I did. It's like riding a bicycle, which I haven't done in a very long time. Chris. Hey, how you doing? Got a spiel for me? Oh, I do. Go for it. You can get in touch with us at malikgeekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? I'm a shoot under... uh, Wow. That's the first time I've ever messed up my own handle. Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, sir. So uh, who's picking the next one? I don't know if you guys, you know, while I was away. It's me. It's my turn. uh, I I didn't know if we switched turns or whatnot. So Karen? Yeah. What's Um, our homework? (laughs) Finally, after... We got this got put off by first me having time to watch it and then Christmas and then you being gone and mm-hmm. now it's finally time to watch Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, gonna go with season one, episode four, Witch Academy. Okay, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, season one, episode four. All right, very good. All right, that's it, people. Back. Good times. I missed you. I missed everybody. I missed you too very much. Glad we're, you, you, you kept the ship afloat while I was away. Thank you. I appreciate I'm that. I'm really glad to not be hosting this show. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, Evan. <laughs> oh, happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Both of you. Yeah. Thanks. <sighs> I'm not going to say it to Chris because I said it already. Uh, gross. Well, I will have said it already <laughs> when this airs. Yeah, I just started getting really confused for a minute, but... I, I caught up. There it is. I'm here. We're all on the same page now. I'm back. I brought it back in. <laughs> all right. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I have stupid hair. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day. <laughs>